This is your baby on my star episode of Outrospection. Today, we're going to be telling a joke. A joke? What kind of joke? The best of the jokes. The best of the jokes takes a long time. This joke is going to be a long time and hard going fast away all the time safe. All right. Rashad, would you like to start the joke or want me to start the joke? Um, I would like to start with the joke. You cannot talk as fast as I can. I cannot talk. But yeah, but I'm a rapper, so I can also I can rap. You can rap faster than I can. I can't talk faster than you can. I can. I have a second topic for this episode, but you can start the Cheerio joke. All right. Um, you have a second topic? Yeah. Go on your second topic first. You want to go to the second topic first? Yeah. Do you want to continue on with the Prince theme? Sure. Prince rapping, how do you feel? Prince rapping, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. I feel like this isn't even a full topic. We can just like get, get this done yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I feel about Prince rapping? Mm-hmm. I think that... Pussy I, control, sexy MF. Yep, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I know over. Prince rapping. I think that Prince rapping... I think Prince rapping is barely rapping. Yeah, that's what I was basically like. Say Prince rapping, say like people would describe rapping as rhythmically talking. Prince rapping is actually just rhythmically talking. Yeah, I feel like that's that's really. How but it, it works. It works. It's, it's, it's a style thing. It's a, it's a, it's does, a, it works for his aesthetic. Yeah, it'd be weird to hear him like spitting bars like he was like Tupac or like Chuck D or anything like that. Yeah, that would be weird. Because he he doesn't have the voice for it. He just doesn't. But he, the way he uses his... He actually talks in like a lower register, but like mm-hmm. the way he talks, he can make it sound really good. Yeah, it's his, it's his style. You know? All right. Cheerio joke. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just say hi. Let's take a second. Hello. Enjoy the moment. Hello, everyone. Oh, so you're rushing me, but I can't rush you? Uh, I was rushing the topic. The topic and the introduction are different things. That's true. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Outrospection. Welcome to Outrospection. I'm your host, Hayden Winninger. I'm your host, Rashad Davis. And welcome to the Outrospection. If you guys haven't, aren't, if you guys don't know, I'm actually Rashad Davis, and he's actually. Yeah, I'm actually Hayden Winninger. We didn't disclose that last episode. And if you're listening to this as episode 16, entitled "Baby I'm a Star," please go watch one of the other episodes first. This one is better consumed in one sequence with episodes 15, 16, and 17. This is episode 16. If I said 15 earlier. Yes, but anyway, so this episode, we decided that we were going to go into something. I have a joke that is my favorite joke of all time. We're going to share the joke because we're, we're friends. We're going to share the joke together. We're going to tell the... That was a fist bump. We're going to tell the joke like chums tell jokes going back and forth. Like pals. And How do you feel about the word buddy? Um, I like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like the word buddy at all. I, I hate like people call me buddy. People, I don't like... Unless my... I call my dad calling me buddy. And that's the only one person... Or like, how do you feel about or bud? my uncles, maybe. Huh? Bud. Bud? I don't like that either. Yeah, I can't stand it when people call me buddy or bud. Especially if it's like a girl that I'm interested in or talking to. Well, that's just like a knife to the heart right there. Uh, uh, but anyway. Don't make those noises. That, that was the sound of death. Anyway, um, the joke is a long joke, but I feel like it ultimately pans out. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately worth it. And I feel like it's a pretty long form joke. This is long form humor. Yeah. So, you'll love it. You'll love it. If you don't love it, then you have no sense of humor. Uh huh. It's 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 genuinely just the best joke. Mm-hmm. We can't hype. I can't like you think I'm probably you probably think I'm hyping this joke up way more than it deserves. But yeah, definitely. It's definitely the best joke. I think it's the best joke ever. Like John Mulaney, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. They all got nothing on this. Yeah, this is the, the best joke of all time. It's a long joke, but... It is a long joke. Just trust, just trust us. Lauren Michaels, fucking amateur. So.
our story takes place. Wait, wait, let me introduce the joke. This <clears throat> is the Cheerio joke. <clears throat> yes, the Cheerio joke. The jokiest of the jokes, the hokiest of the hoax, the pokiest of the noaks. The Cheerio joke. Alright, bars. <laughs> our story takes place. That's a, that, that's, that's a harp. <laughs> yes. In a Walmart. Aisle six. Aisle six. The ch- cereal aisle. Yep. We don't know if the if the cereal aisle is actually aisle six in Walmart. Walmart's vary in size, but... This particular Walmart is in aisle six. Aisle six. Now, the cereal aisle has all sorts of different cereal kingdoms, such as... The Frosted Flakes Kingdom, where everyone is a communist. The Fruit Loops Kingdom, where everyone is... Is gay. <laughs> That's an... We're gonna cut that. <laughs> I was about to say that, but then I didn't. Then I but I did. <laughs> Should we keep that in? We might as well. Um, we, okay. we, we, we are not homophobic. Yes, actually. Uh, we're probably... We're, very I not like homophobic. We're some of the least homophobic yeah. straight people that we know. Yeah. I feel like someone might disagree, but I don't care. I feel like I wouldn't be friends with people who I am, definitely, if, my, if I was homophobic. I was in I Color Guard. Either. I was in Color Guard. Shut I'm the fuck up. theater kid. Yeah. Come on now. We're the worst two people. Um, anyway. It's so um, the Fruit Loops Kingdom. Fruit Loops Kingdom. The, mm-hmm. uh, you have your... Uh, the Cocoa Flakes pink the, Kingdom. Oh, the, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zooming right past that. Uh, the Catrocula Kingdom, where everyone's Romanian. You have your Lucky Charms Kingdom. Where everyone's Irish. Um, Ireland, yes. You have, you know, all, you have the Raisin Brain Kingdom, you know, the library. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you have the Sour Patch Kid Kingdom. That's new. And no one knows why the fuck it exists. Did they make that a cereal? Yep, they're a Sour Patch Kids cereal. Why? I have no idea. Yeah, we don't... They, There's also ice cream. They don't talk about that cereal. I can understand it as ice cream, but not as cereal. The, the Sour Patch Kids kingdom is like New Jersey. We don't like to talk about it. It's like Florida. Florida men. Just no. all the Florida men are congregated in one kingdom. It's the Sour Patch Kid kingdom. Uh, what's about... I feel like Florida could be a... What's a weird... What's a really weird cereal? It's a really weird cereal... Well, I guess Sour Patch Kids could be the I think Florida. Gotta be but you know what is the Scandinavia of the of the kingdoms? What's that? Captain Crunch. Mm. They they got their shit figured out. You gotta love Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch being like Sweden, then like Captain Crunch, bear with the berries is like Norway, and then Captain Crunch. Oops, just the berries, Iceland. But our story takes place in a particular kingdom. That kingdom being <clears throat> the, the Cheerio, Cheerio kingdom. kingdom, and this kingdom. Is widely regarded by all the kingdoms, by the United Cereal Nation, as the United Federation of Cereals. United Federation of Cereals, as probably like the cent- like yes, the, the United States of of it's kingdoms. The United States of the kingdom. Yes, you know? it is. It is. It is the biggest, most wealthiest, and you know, just just encompassing. It's kingdoms. just all encompassing kingdom because this has so many different United States. Yes, United you know? States. It has the you have your uh, your your multi grain your apple, frosted apple cinnamon apple cinnamon honey nut uh uh-huh. fruit oh, fruit yeah this fruit cereal yeah cereals yeah anyway, the way that the cereal kingdom is set up is that there are five tiers of cereals kind of like social classes mm-hmm. caste systems almost it's basically a caste system mm-hmm. please break down the tier system because this is actually very important to the uh, very important to the story. You want, you want me to break it down? Just give me the tiers, and, the I, can, tiers. We can, we, and I can break it down. Uh, there's 
tier one Cheerios, the bottom. The 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 impover the un- impoverished Cheerios. Not just the impoverished Cheerios. Tier one Cheerios are basically like the bottom of the bottom. The bottom of the bottom. The broken Cheerios. The Cheerios that are disrespected. The Cheerios that are disenfranchised. The Cheerios that have no rights in the Cheerio kingdom, but make up the majority of the population. Mm-hmm. Then you have your tier two Cheerios. Tier two Cheerios, a bit better. Bit better. More whole. Get oh, things getting all right. They're not exactly middle class yet. Not exactly middle class, but you know they're uh, they're class. They're class. Yeah, they they, don't, they 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 live paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. They're not homeless yet. Not ho- not quite homeless, but not quite comfortable. No, they're in that weird in between space. Yes, yeah. they might work at like some higher level retail stores, but they're not at McDonald's level. Perhaps. Perhaps. Tier three Cheerios. Cheer- Cheerios like you and I. Like you and I. Middle class. Middle class Cheerios. 100k a year. 401k. Nice job. KKK. No. Things are all... <laughs> uh, <laughs> the nice KKK job. is a middle class organization, let's be honest. Yeah, but we're not going to talk... We're not bringing them into the Cheerio kingdom. Frosted Cheerios. Frosted Cheerios. No. 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 Anyway... You know, this is this particular. They're just middle middle class Cheerios. Two mm-hmm. four Cheerios, are they? They're all right. They're rich. These yeah. are the rich Cheerios. They're they're the guys who have like Tesla's Model Three, not X or S, which are more expensive. They have a Model Three, thirty five thousand dollars. They're smart with their money. Not too rich. Not well, too te- middle class. Technically, technically, tier four Cheerios is actually the rich Cheerios because tier five is that is true. Yeah, tier five, tier four Cheerios. Well, because mo- most most low tier five Cheerios would be like right at the top yeah, of the tier definitely. four range. So tier four Cheerios are basically just upper middle class to rich. Yes, upper Cheerios. middle class to rich Cheerios. A lot of because a lot of the tier five Cheerios are they can afford they, an in ground pool. Yeah, they're the tier four Cheerios. Tier five Cheerios. They vacation every summer in Aruba. Tier five Cheerios are nobility. Nobility. The way to become the gentry. The way to become a member of nobil- of the Tier 5 Cheerio Kingdom is to either have been born into the royal family or have been, or to have been knighted by the queen. Yes, knighted, cha-ching, cha-ching, across the shoulders. By the queen. By the queen. Why the queen, not the king? Why the queen, not the king? Yeah. I don't know. It's a matriarchal society, as everyone knows about Cheerios. Yeah, we all know this about that Cheerios. That could be a joke about holes, but let's blow right past that. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a second to figure that out, didn't you? <laughs> Anyway, um, our story takes place with young Cheerio, young tier one Cheerio to be exact. Mm-hmm. Let's call him uh, Felipe. No. Why not nice, Felipe? What's wrong like, with Felipe? I like giving him a nice simple name. A simple name? Ezekiel. <laughs> what? Maybe no. Hezekiah. That's even simpler. No, dude. Like, look, let's keep it real oh, simple, I know. real basic. I, I, I got you. Let's call him. Wait, I'm really thinking here. Let's call him Chris. I like Chris. Cause Cheerio starts with C H, and Chris starts with C H, or Christopher. Chris, Christopher, interchangeable. Interchangeable. He goes by both. He goes by He both. never corrected his teachers or substitutes. He, he just said, a, call me Chris. He Christopher. was a timid one. A timid one. You know, Chris was just living his life, walking down the streets, kicking rocks, struggling to make his way through school. You know, 
Moving on. Occasionally drinking hose water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a rough time. It was rough. Uh, Times were tough. Chio Kingdom had just gone through its third recession in this decade, which is unthinkable and economically impossible almost. But that is the boom and bust cycle of capitalism in the Chirio Kingdom, because the lifespan of Chirios, as everyone knows, it's much shorter than the lifespan of a human being. So therefore, they go through much more recessions. And there's a large, large amount of Cheerios in the Cheerio Kingdom, mm-hmm. as as everyone also knows. Their population is so large that you know economics happen on a much faster scale. And I won't get into the complex welfare <laughs> systems of Cheerio society, but as everyone knows, it's it's just a whole mess of bureaucracy in and of itself. But it, its own efficiencies can be can be seen in other places, such as like, um, you know, its its national park system and its and its um, health and safety department, and don't and the cheerio police force like you can't even like they haven't like it's much it's much better to be a, a chocolate cheerio than in, in a lot of in that kingdom than a lot of others mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. interesting deviation there um anyway <laughs> anyway um no one can bullshit like me but continue chris he was walking down the street and it just so happened that today was the day the day that the royal parade was going through town mm-hmm. and on the royal parade you but, get a but, lot of the uh Highest level tier five Cheerios, some of the most well known and well respected public public officials and public figures in the Cheerio Kingdom just ride through the streets. Mm-hmm. The Cheerio King, the Cheerio Queen, the Cheerio Prince, the Cheerio Princess, the second Cheerio Prince, and the third Cheerio Prince, the bishops, the head of church, the archbishop. And also Cheerio Prince. Not the Cheerio Prince, just Cheerio Prince. Just Cheerio Prince. Uh-huh. Playing Baby I'm a Star in the Parade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Cheerio Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Cheerios, you know, military leaders. Yeah. And then just, you know, high-level high Cheerios. Cheerio Bill Gates. Yeah, Cheerio Bill Gates. Cheerio Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Cheerio Elon Musk riding through in a Cheerio Tesla. Mm-hmm, Exactly. Uh, that are on solely on the bodies of dead Cheerios. But we don't know about that. You don't know about that. You, anyway, listener. Shh. Anyway, Chris was watching the parade and he sees the royal family on their float. And he immediately sees the princess. And when he sees the princess, he immediately, immediately falls in love with her. <laughs> in absolute love. The loveliest of loves. A love that can only be defined as the love your dog has for you. Yeah. What? Anyway, <laughs> he's so he finesses his way through the guards, which honestly wasn't that difficult. I know. Cheerio. They have a lot of holes that, that you can jump through. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Kind of loophole. <laughs> anyway, he uh, finessed his way through the guards and made his way out to the float. Goes to the princess of the Cheerios and says, I love you and I want to marry you. Now, she can tell that he has some uh, some swag about him. Mm-hmm. He has some uh, some charisma, some natural charm. and she, some, some swagger. Mm-hmm. And she says, I would marry you. Because, you know, there's not really that many options mm-hmm. being a tier 5 Cheerio. Definitely. She said, I would marry you. She has a she definitely has a thing for him. She definitely understands him. I, I would think, I think it's safe to say that she fell in love back. Yeah, their jimmies are mutually rustled. Ruffled. <laughs> she said, I would, but you're not a tier five Cheerio mm-hmm. in the way that the society is set up. The constitution of the Cheerio kingdom. I can't marry you. Exactly. It's, it's, it's sad, but... At that moment, Chris decides... This is some pride and prejudice shit right here. 
At that moment, Chris decides that he is going to become a tier five Cheerio. A tier five Cheerio. Also, note: Rashad and I have never read *Pride and Prejudice*. Mm, I have. No, you haven't. You're right. I didn't <laughs> believe that for a second. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he starts working his way through school. Mm-hmm. You know, gets a job at Cheerio Hut. Cheerio working, Hut. Working extra shift at Cheerio McDonald's. Yeah. Working his way through. In the way that the Cheerio Kingdom is set up, you know, school is pretty simple. So he immediately just went to law school mm-hmm. after he graduated from commu- Cheerio Community College. Yes. Um, he graduated from law school relatively fast and started kind of just working his way through the ranks. Which really uh, showed his, his prestige because, as you all know, you know, Cheerio law is very, very complex and based off of, uh, you know, the you know, similar to the the American and European law systems and all that differentiating in between. And we won't even get into the Cheerio Parliament and, and how it all relies on, you know, astrology, but continue. Yeah, but the, anyway, Cheerio law is a very difficult thing because, you know, you have to solve some very difficult cases. Like, uh, like obviously, the most obvious one that comes to mind is serial murder. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> get it? Yeah. Serial murder. I get it. Anyway, anyway, so he he begins working some cases, and at this point, he's uh he he gets uh he gets signed to us not signed he get, he gets a job with a small law firm mm-hmm. in the Cheerio Kingdom called Cheerio and Cheerio Cheerio and Cheerio, which and is small but well respected. Well respected, you know. Yeah. They get they, they have some the prestige, got some have gusto. Some, have some has some. They're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You know, he starts working some cases. At this point, he's kind of he's still a tier. He's at this point he's. Roughly a tier two Cheerio. Yes. Um, he's within that tax bracket. Definitely. And so because he was within that tax bracket, he start he starts, you know, he lives on his own, starts working his way through, mm-hmm. working some some different cases, you know. Buys even a Tyrio television, but some could say it's a bit grainy. Anyway, so he starts working his way through as a as a Cheerio lawyer. Mm-hmm. Works some cases, you know. Works his way through minor cases, you know. Have you uh, have you fallen and you can't get up? Call Cheerio and Cheerio, and we'll kick you down further. Yeah, but anyway, he mm-hmm. uh, he's, he was good at his job, you know, natural charisma and all yeah. that. So he started winning a few more cases, more yeah. and more and more cases, and then eventually he uh, eventually he just kind of he kind of started moving his way up. Uh-huh. So well, the best defendant point, that came out of Cheerio and Cheerio in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. So eventually he starts working some more high profile cases mm-hmm. with some more high profile clients and moves his way up to being a tier three Cheerio. Yes. But as a lot of people do who don't come from a economically stable background, mm-hmm. he kind of didn't really have an understanding of how to save his money and how to keep his money together. So he went to uh, he went to Cheerio Las Vegas. And this is kind of where story kind of took a turn takes a turn for the worse. And Cheerio Las Vegas, he plays a plays a, a game of what is he playing? Blackjack. Blackjack. I was gonna say blackjack. He plays a game of blackjack. You know. Mm-hmm. He starts playing. He gets really into it. He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing all right. This is a good hand." Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, he wins his first game. What was his first game? He wins it, and you know he he put a lot of money down, and so did everyone else because they thought, "What's this rookie young law- Cheerio lawyer gonna do against us? We've been playing blackjack for thirty five years. We're stale at blackjack," some might say. 
but he wins, wins big. And so he's like, you know what? I'm pretty good at this whole blackjack thing. So I am going to play some more games Mm -hmm. of blackjack. And this is where the cycle of addiction starts, ladies and gentlemen. You see, what you need to know about Chris is that he has a a relatively addictive personality. Which is, you know. Which which indicated by the fact that he immediately fell in love with the princess. Yes. When he first saw her. And did not even think about anything else. He was immediately in love with her. Kind of Mm -hmm. like Romeo from Romeo and Juliet. The tragic Mm -hmm. flaw. The tragic flaw. In a non-tragic story. Yes. Anyway, so he plays another hand. And, you know, wins that hand too, surprisingly enough. Plays another hand. He's thinking, I'm on a winning streak, you know. Mm -hmm. Plays another hand. Looks at his cards. I have 20. He thinks, this is it. I'm going to play. Plays it down. Go fish. Goes crazy. Goes crazy. Absolutely. At that point, he starts realizing, I'm not just lucky. I'm great at this shit. I'm the best motherfucking blackjack player there's ever been. Uh huh. He also has a few. Uh, he has a few, few, uh, few almond milk shots in him. Almond milk shots in him. Getting all milky. Getting all uh-huh. groovy. Getting all mushy. So you know, he's thinking. He's thinking. Let's uh, let's let's get let's get. You want to play? Let's play. Let's let's play some ball. Yeah. So they went out to the basketball court. No thing. Anyway, <laughs> so they continued to play the games and. Slowly, his one streak kind of started to decline. And as that kind of started to happen, he, he started losing more and more money gradually. Started betting more and more money gradually. You know, putting more money on the table. Putting Chaf- chips chasing that high. Until he finally, everyone else was out. It was just him. And across the street from him was Black Jack Jack Cheerio. The best Black Jack, Black, Black Jack player in the whole Cheerio kingdom. That was hard to say. The whole Cheerio kingdom. Say blackjack 20 times fast, not you, Rashad, just the audience. Pause it and do it. Anyway, he looks at his hand. 21. He thinks... I'm Go fish. Go. Goes all in. Blackjack Jack goes all in. He thinks, I'm going to win my money back. Throws it down. Blackjack Jack also throws down a 21. Deal again. Gets in his hand. 20. He, fi- he figures, you know... Might as well. Throws it down. Blackjack Jack. Also throws down a 15. Deal another card. He gets a 5. 20. They're tied again. I mean, he didn't, no, he gets to deal another card. Throws it down again. I like 20. how you're actually trying to explain how Blackjack works when I have no idea how Blackjack works. They're even again. Looks at his cards for a third time. 19. He's feeling lucky, as he's been feeling this whole time. Throws down the 19. Blackjack Jack throws down a 20. And the game is over. He goes home with nothing. And in severe debt. In severe debt, he falls into a... A deep, deep depression. An alcoholic spiral, if you would say. Yes. Starts losing some cases. You know, he... Uh, he, he lost actually, the famous... Such such famous Cheerio cases, such as the Cheerio versus Cheerio case. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court of Cheerio versus... The State of Cheerio. The State of Cheerio case. And the O.J. Simpson trial. But... <laughs> And uh, it was in one particular case. I feel like it was, you know, the Cheerio. It was the Cheerio. Colloquially, colloquially, colloquially referred to as the Cheerio case. Mm-hmm. And in the Cheerio case, he thought that he found a loophole, as you know, Cheerio. Cheerios do. And it turns out it wasn't. And it was. It happened to. It just ate away at his career so poorly that he was debarred. And <sighs> it was a rough day. He started thinking, what's the point? Why do I go on? At this point, he's fallen so hard on his luck that he's back to being a tier two cheerio. 
on the verge of being a tier one again. He doesn't know if he can go back there. He doesn't know if he can keep going even. So he doesn't know what he needs to do. He doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So he turns until he turns on the television and he sees the princess's face in all our glory. And he remembers what his what his plan was. What his mission is. Goes back to school, studies technology. Computer science. Computer science. And maybe even a little bit of computer engineering here. You know, because as we all know, computer science is the... Uh, the, the main export of the Cheerio Kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know that, next time you, uh, you open the cereal <laughs> box, you should fucking eat the Cheerios and not pay that much attention to this yeah. fucking joke. Next time you're at Cheerio Trivia Night, good little thing, main export <laughs> of the Cheerio Kingdom... Computer science. Computers. So he works his hard. You know he's a hard worker, you know. Mm-hmm. He's busting his way through. Gets a job at Cheerios working for Cheer- for Cheerio Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Tier 5 Cheerio. Tier 5 Cheerio. He's making his way up already. He, uh... He's a... But he's not a Tier 5 Cheerio. He's no. still a Tier 2 Cheerio. Still so he's working his way through as an intern, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's getting he, noticed. He's well-respected. Well works his way through, works his way through. Eventually he becomes a Tier 3 Cheerio mm-hmm. again after getting a full-time job at Cheerio Soft. Buys another TV. Still grainy. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. And then he decides, you know what? This is pretty wheat. <laughs> He decides, I'm going to start my own startup company. I'm going to call it Cheerio Apple. But then he figures, maybe there's a more smart name. Apple Cinnamon Cheerio. <laughs> so he goes with Apple Cinnamon Cheerio as his name. Starts the company out of his garage. And, you know, slowly but surely, the company starts to yeah, grow. Develop, develop some technology. Some phones here, some computers there, nuclear Cheerio weapons Cheerio sometimes. Cheerio phones. Cheerio. Cheerio atom bombs. Shh. Anyway... Starts to do, you know, he becomes well-known. Yeah, well-known. Apple Summon Cheerios becoming one of the yeah. most popular and yeah. well-renowned Up companies. and coming. People start recognizing him on the street. They're like, hey, isn't that Chris? You mean Christopher? Same dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it is him. He runs Apple Summon Cheerios, doesn't he? Yeah. That's a good company. Hey, Chris, can I have your autograph? Yeah, sure. And that's when he starts realizing, hey... This is pretty good. He's moving up in the ranks. He's uh he's starting to move, get more money. Eventually, he uh he signs some lucrative deals mm-hmm. and and puts the company on the Cheerio York stock stock exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, where all the multigrain cereal Cheerio Cheerios are you know stockbrokers as multigrain Cheerios would be. I'm trying to figure out what kind of racial joke that is. It's not a racial joke. It's just a stockbroker joke. Oh, okay. Okay, I feel like multi-grain Cheerios would be stockbrokers. That is probably true. Continue. Anyway, so he uh, is a publicly traded company now, and he's uh, officially, at this point, a Tier 4 Cheerio. CEO of Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. And the company just makes more and more money, and more and more money. Eventually, he's one of the richest Cheerios in the Cheerio Fortune 500 topper. And what does he do? He does something that a lot of people don't, a lot of people wouldn't do in this position. He says, Mm -hmm. you know... I came from a poor background. I was able to make it to a point that a lot of people weren't able to make it to. I decided I'm going to give back to my community exactly. of the Tier 1 Cheerios. I'm going to reinvest in my community. It opens up some homeless shelters. Some community centers. You know, some uh, some places. Re- rehabilitation facilities, mm-hmm. abortion clinics, every part of society that the Cheerio Kingdom really needed developed on. Eventually, this catches the attention of the Queen. Queen Cheerio. The Queen of all Cheerios. Queen Cheerio the second. Queen Cheerio the second. Who will never die. May she may she rule forever. May the sun never set. Anyway, the queen says, Christopher, I notice your efforts. 
working as a, a philanthropist, a humanitarian, and a leader. An innovator, a creator. A life giver. I would venture to say a genius. Maybe even an okay guy. <laughs> so she says, I'm deciding, I've decided that I want to hold a ceremony tonight you and officially make you a tier five cheerio. <gasps> He can't hold. He can't hold in his excitement. She knights him. He immediately runs straight to the palace doors, opens the door, and he sees her. She was at the knighting ceremony, but she wasn't. She hadn't spoken to him until that moment. Until it was just the two of them. Mm-hmm. He runs up to her, hugs her, and gives her a kiss and says, "Will you marry me?" And she says, "Yes." A monumentous occasion. Monumentous can't even describe it. Fast As they forward, embrace each other. Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight is playing in the background? Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight is playing in the background? Both at the simultaneously the nineteen ninety four and the twenty nineteen version. It's crazy. It's it's whack. Cheerio Elton John is fucking it's there. On the piano. <laughs> anyway, fast forward to the wedding. It's probably the largest wedding in Cheerio history. Maybe even in, you know, all of cereal history. Because mm-hmm. all because all the different cereals from all the different uh-huh. kingdoms came there. You have your uh your frosted, your frosted flakes. You have your corn flakes too. Mm-hmm. You have your uh, Captain Crunch. You have your Fruit Loops, Cocoa Puffs. You have your uh, even the raisin brands came. Even they the raisin really get brands get out the house much. <laughs> no, they find they they got off their they, computer. They, got all, they they left and came to yeah. the wedding, which mm-hmm. rarely happens. No, it was a monumental occasion. It was humongous. Count Chocula even learned English. Mm-hmm. They get up to the wedding pews. Say their vows. Mm-hmm. The Cheerio priest says, "Will you marry me?" They say yes. They kiss. The cheer. The Cheerio priest, the Cheerio archbishop, goes through the ceremony. Goes through their vows. Eventually, the Cheerio the Cheerio archbishop conducts the ceremony, going perfectly smooth. No objections. Nothing goes wrong. The two stand in each other, stand holding each other's arms dearly. Tears glistening down their faces in pure excitement. Christopher lifts the veil and sees his beautiful, beautiful bride. Gluten-free in all our glory. Mm -hmm. And she looks back at him and sees her handsome and strong and powerful husband. A tier five cheerio. The man he was destined to be. The The archbishop asks Christopher, Do you take this beloved princess as your bride? He says, I do. The archbishop asks the princess. And she says, I do. I do. They kiss. They're married. The most magical moment of all time. Which brings us to the climax of our story. Yes. The wedding reception. They're dancing, talking, laughing, having a great time. Everyone's having a great time. The kids are running around. Love is in the air. The humongous wedding reception. Yes. The princess says to Chris, Babe, I'm hungry. Can you get me a slice of cake? And he says, Sure. So he goes to stand in the cake line. No, you're probably wondering. Why does he have to stand in line at his own wedding? Well, you know, I personally do not like to speak on and, you know, ask questions about how other cultures hold etiquette. And I feel like you probably shouldn't either. It's just the kind of thing you got to learn. Got to respect. In the cheerio community, you wait in line even if it's your wedding. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you wait in line even if it's your wedding. So he stands in line. And keep in mind, this was one of the largest gatherings in all serial history. And Mm -hmm. so... The line is obviously incredibly long. By the time he gets to the front of the line... They're out of cake? They're out of cake. All the cake is gone. And it was a lot of cake, too. He mm-hmm. goes back to his... It was a 12-tier cake. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> he goes back to his wife and he says, "We ain't got no cake." I'm sorry, babe. I couldn't have. There was all all the cake is gone. She says it's okay. She's a forgiving one. Can you get me a soda out of the vending machine? Because they had a vending machine at their wedding. They're classy folks. Yeah. Stands in line for the vending machine. The line is also, again, very... Very, very long. Very long. By the time he gets to the front of the machine, it's out of soda and broken. Only thing left is one LaCroix. And you know that he was not going to get a LaCroix for me. For his new beloved bride. Why would you do that? I mean... That would be... That would be that would, that Disrespectful, blatantly. Would, that's marriage suicide. Yes. Goes back to his wife and says, I'm sorry, the only thing left in the machine was her LaCroix. She says, I understand. I wouldn't have wanted the LaCroix. <laughs> and Even though LaCroix is a fine beverage for some people, and we really hate here, I have nothing against LaCroix. We, per- we personally both Enjo- I mean, like we enjoy, both enjoy LaCroix. LaCroix. I don't know why <laughs> we made like- a LaCroix joke. <laughs> <laughs> but when someone life. asks for soda, you don't give them a LaCroix. Yeah, if I asked for a soda and you gave me LaCroix, I'd, I'd be like, like, what the fuck, man? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> anyway, like, I need to be in the mood for LaCroix. Yes. But anyway, they, uh, she says, you know what? It's fine. Can you just get me a glass of water? Stands in line for the water and the same situation happens again. Gets to the front. All the pitchers of water are empty. He goes back to her and he Climate says... change. Yeah. He goes back to her and he says, I'm sorry... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I keep failing you. She's mildly annoyed at this point. Yeah. Uh, obviously. He says, you know what? I'll make it up to you. I will get you a glass of punch. Now here's the kicker. He goes to get her a glass of punch. Comes back. Almost instantly. She asks him, wow. She says to him, wow. That was fast. To which she replies... Yeah, there was no punchline. 